Welcome to Topicocalypse, where four, sometimes more, educated and or opinionated people gather around a table to discuss random topics for your amusement. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm gathered, um, joined here today by Jake, Jasmine, JB, and the usual suspects, Daniel and Eddie. If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games. Jake. So this should be a fun one. So a couple years ago, I was at a, a different church, and there was a reverend there who came, and he presented a pro-life argument. Not, not Okay, so he's a pro-life uh, speaker, and he does all kinds of stuff like that. And then someone asked him to present gun control <laughs> under that light to say that okay if we if we take care of guns and if we take guns off the street and we control guns via the government then lives will be saved and by large almost the entire congregation was like yeah I respect you for coming out but uh, yeah it's kind of like if, if only we could make drugs illegal oh wait yeah they're off the street that's right illegal and, drugs are not oh no and I'm not gonna lie. Throughout his whole talk, like he was, he was a very eloquent speaker. And he did this video where he went basically across the country talking to pastors and preachers all over the country, presenting his arguments. And the vast majority of them disagreed with him. And like, okay, yeah, it's our Second Amendment right. And you know, the Bible says that if I can't defend my wife and kids, I'm no better than the infidels. And and he had good points to refute as well. But, um, but yeah, I just want to throw that out there and see what you guys thought about it. But like, as it's kind of crazy. So like, as a public speaker, they're like, we want you to talk about this. If you're kind of, you know, it's like, I wonder if he's, you know, against gun control. But he's like, all right, I'll do this. But and it's not, you know, not for the money or anything. But to get his point across, I'll, you know, I'll ask people the questions you want asked. But I already know what the answer is going to be. So it's like, do you do it as an eye-opening thing for people to like look? Not everyone believes in you know gun control, or Christians can want to carry a gun. You know, it's just like it makes you think, what angle was he going to go with? Like, he had a, he had a few different angles, but here's another point that I this one really really made me think. I was in a Bible study a couple months ago, the Rooted Study, and uh, I was with another guy. He he put the point up where, okay, when do you think Jesus would say it's okay to pull the trigger? That one blew my mind. I was like, okay, there goes the death penalty. There goes like half of my self-defense arguments. And there goes like basically a, a lot of reasons that I had. Like, I still think there there are some, but that one blew like the death penalty out of the water for me. Because, you know, it, it all goes back to, you know, an eye for an eye. No, you turn their cheek. Well, then, okay, you get to the point where you've turned two cheeks. Now what do you do? Yeah. And it's like, am I going to let, you know... It's kind of hard to take it as a biblical thing because, like you said, you know, if you can't defend your wife and your family, but then it's like, okay, well, this guy, you don't know his intentions, but if it looks like he's going to take my, you know, 
show you something to my wife or my daughter, dude, you're gone. Oh, well, I, 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 mean, like, I, I'm I sure no you do, but it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to put it biblically with, you know, you got pro-life, yeah, I get that, but then you got pro or anti-gun, it's kind of yeah. a murky area. I was talking to a different pastor that same night, and he was talking on the, on the topic of taking life, and he's like, would I, would I take your life to protect my own? Absolutely not. You can take my life all day. But you threaten my congregation, you threaten my family, yeah. you threaten other people, I'll dust you in a second. Yeah, it's something that my dad says, you can mess with me all you want, but just do not touch my family. Yeah. Just see that's, you want. But see, that's a hard one. I mean, imagine, you know, you know you're on your own in that, in that topic and his life gets taken because he doesn't want to take someone's life. It's not that they're, you know, it's just you by yourself. Your daughter's not there, your family's right. not there. But then, you know, your daughter's going to grow up without you. Exactly. Your family's going to grow up without you. Providing for them, and that's all. And that's what and that's, that's, that's back to perspective. And what gives them the right to take your exactly? Life. That's what it comes to perspective. As I'm saying, the whole biblical thing about you know gun control, I can't, I couldn't see arguing one way or the other because there's so many. It's going to sound like you know it's going to sound like gray areas, but there really isn't. You know, it all depends on how you again how you interpret the word. <laughs> what would Jesus do? He <laughs> turned the gun into a snake, so he couldn't get killed. <laughs> and then mix up some wine and party with them. Dude, like, come on, man. bullets into loaves of bread. <laughs> come on, man. Have a sandwich. Have some wine. Let's talk about your anger. That's... Honestly, I would. I would love to be able to just talk a gun out of anybody's hands. But it's, it's with, so the, with the whole thing with like terrorism and Muslim extremists. Like honestly, though, dude, I people are unpredictable. Yeah. You can't like they're so unpredictable. And in, and especially like in arguing the politics of gun control. Like I, I there's this meme up that I saw during like an anti-gun protest, and this lady was saying, or no, it was a pro or pro-life something pro- protest. Anyways, she's had a sign up that said, "One day I want my body to have the same rights as my husband's 12 gauge." And I'm like, <laughs> you know what Kelly said to that? She's like, "So they want to be registered? Yeah, they want to be registered." Yeah. Want to have their capacity they limited? Want they wanted to have like put in a safe. Like it yeah. just okay. Yeah, well, put in the safe. You can only have like yeah. X number of kids. But if you go over that, that's a felony. I was like, well, Kelly, I'll go grab my gun cleaning oil and I'll clean you real quick. <laughs> I, that's not yeah. safe. Oh, <laughs> it's not safe to put that up there, dude. There's. A I lot got of the same eyes. <laughs> but does that so? Curious. You know, I heard this at work. Uh, we just had a new guy start at work and. Um, a couple of the guys at work are, you know, they have the Charles Stanley daily devotional and, you know, they have their, <laughs> he calls it the Bible thumping book, but it's like how to, how to discuss topics with Catholics and so on and so forth. So the guy, the guy tried to poke and he's like, Hey, did you know that the Bible is open to interpretation? It's whatever you think it is. And then it's the only thing that's black and white in the Bible are the letters. And one of the guys is like, nope, there's red when Jesus talks. But I'm, I'm curious to that, like to go back to the gun to gun control is, you know, there's verses that say, you know, that that kind of give you that feeling. Yeah, it's OK to to protect yourself in your household. And then there's other verses. Well, no, you turn your cheek and just get slapped. And that's the way it goes. So I'm curious. What do you think about that I as think... far as the Bible being open to interpretation? That's a really good question. I would say that parts of it may be open to interpretation. Uh, I will not sit here and tell you that I'm qualified to interpret them. Um, oh, nor am I. So if you were to tell me, I'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that some parts of the Bible would be open to interpretation and open for discussion, but there are some that, that hey, that's a hard line no. Yeah. I mean, like you just said, there's black and white and then anything that Jesus says in red. So basically the stuff that you definitely can't interpret is not open to interpretation would be the red ones. 
as, 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 from a Christian standpoint, that's a strong one. It's interesting too because we today like sin doesn't exist. Obviously, you have like murder, rape, and stuff like that, but like sin in a different exists in a different context today than it did back then. Like we have access to things that they didn't have back then. So I'm not saying that the Bible is open for interpretation, but it's just time. It's different time. Well, it's also, and if you think about, and a lot of pastors will say, it's a kind of like a living, breathing document. So it will, though it's not the exact same sin, if you look at what was deemed a sin, it still falls in that category. You know, like the false gods and stuff like that, or you shall have no other gods but me. You got people that are, you know, worship money. They worship cars. They worship status they worship drugs they worship weed you know what I mean Instagram profiles for their pets well okay that one <laughs> that one's kind of creepy that's kind of creepy yeah <laughs> but no but I mean, it's, so it's hey, like it's, but I'll, I'll be honest it pays the bills for some families absolutely I do Fluffy know, wanted a selfie but I she, do know of one family they yeah. really, one but person she, is actually like leaving their job to do, do like media. viral stuff full time and it's treating them pretty well I cannot lie hopefully this takes off <laughs> yeah. Yes, second retired. Like, if you think of like who makes YouTube videos for a living, like, like the AB ten years ago, that job did not exist. That's right. Oh yeah, I make internet sir, videos. Sir, for sir, like, living. what about this? Or uh, what about that? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Super, super, super pod bros. You guys can follow us if you want to. Humanitycomedian. Right? Uh, Wait, did you do podcasts? I didn't know that. I thought we were just shooting the breeze. Yeah. What is that microphone for? This is actually going to go on a cassette so I can listen to it in my Honda. <laughs> so you roll a Honda? Do you play workout tapes by Honda? No? Nothing? I mean, sure. Nothing? He got it. Thank you. Thank you. He's, nice. he's with me here. No? Nothing? Well played. Nobody? Well All right. Played. So, I think the whole interpretation of the Bible, it's like, a lot of it's like leaning on the understanding of the spirit, like of the Holy Spirit and like him guiding you as you're reading it. Like if you're a believer, mm-hmm. like there's scripture to back up that he's there to guide you and teach you. Right. And I think going back to the part about um, like how you're saying, do I defend my family or do I just let it happen? But I think Christians like have this idea that like sometimes like we're a doormat and we're not. Right. And I think we let people walk over us and we treat, we let people treat us the way that they do because we love Jesus and because A, B, C, D, we're supposed to be nice to people and Totally, yes, but I think there comes a time where you do have to defend yourself and like you just can't let people treat you like crap. Mm-hmm. Like if I let people treat me like crap, like that's gonna ruin who I am inside if I keep letting people treat me how society treats Christians and thinking that we're soft and but we're not soft. We're called to have thick skin and a soft heart. Right. And so with that, I think you have to be it's discernment and just picking and choosing. And I think whatever happens, it's like so someone barges into your house and you have to shoot and kill them. I think sin is still in the world and I think that's just like an evident piece to it. And it's like we are fighting against sin and we're trying to combat it and we're hopefully trying to get rid of it um, with bringing people to Christ. But that's always going to be here. And so I don't know like what the full answer is on it. But I think like with guns, it's like I don't know if that's like it's bold to say like is that like a creation of God, like, did he create it because he created the man who came up with the idea for guns? Like, going and, and he gave that guy the talent and the gifts to do it, yeah. And so, I that's where I'm like, I circle back and forth. I'm like, well, did God create it or did man create it via sin because this is a fallen world and maybe or maybe Satan was behind it? Who knows? So, it's like that's a, that's a scary one because then it's like you have like, well, I blame God for Hitler, right? God created Hitler. Because he had such a great speaking voice, and people turned to genocide. That's a that's a dangerous one. That's scary. 
Sorry, totally. Like that. <laughs> that was I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> all right. So, so, real quick though, on that though, terrible dude though he was, horrible situation. I will not, I will not say that anything that he did was good. That being said, the creation of Israel directly came out of Nazi, like because of Nazi Germany. And that's very true. I'll just say right now, Israel is pretty freaking awesome. Never been heard it's awesome. Neither have I, but just all the stuff that I hear, like. They're, they're a small nation of Jews surrounded by other nations who want to kill them, and they haven't been able to do it. And I, I find that hilarious and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I support Israel and my son. Oh, That's Krav sure, yeah. Dude, I used to do it. I miss it so right much. There. I love Krav Maga. So much fun. You hit people in the nuts all day long. Yeah, I it hope he doesn't so do that. Oh, At dude, least to no. me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I did it for about a year, and like 90% of the stuff they learn is like, okay, someone comes at you with a knife. It's dirty. Clock here, redirect, so it's punch them in the nuts. It's a school of cheap shots. Dude. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> no, it's, 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 like it's, it's survived. So, so so they told just us just go for up. eyeball, go for it. Oh, yeah. Low ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like straight up, they told us many times, like, hey, we're not teaching you tournament fighting. We're not teaching you fair fighting. I'm teaching you to get home at night if someone comes and tries some stuff. That's the end of it. One of the guys I used to work with, the Krama guy, he came into work one day with two black guys and a broken rib. I'm like, dude, what happened? He goes, I was training last night. I'm like, what? <laughs> you it, should see the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> right? He's fine. I'm like, this guy, <laughs> this guy doesn't look, you know, he didn't look like, you know, someone that should be doing Krama guy. Grand, there's no, like, this is what you should look but like. But at the same time, that. that's probably the guy that should be doing exactly. Krama Exactly. And this guy, once I'm like, do you do Krama guy? I'm like, so I look it up, I'm like, I do not want to mess with this guy. Like, if he came back with that and he's still here working on cars, like, dude, your pain tolerance is either one really high or you are a lot better shape than their dude is. Crab yeah, was, was a good time for sure. Learned a lot of fun stuff. Got hit in the nuts so many times. <laughs> so many it's okay. Times. I got hit in the butt cheek by a hockey puck, so it's okay. That's that is not story. the same thing. Really Dude, you should see the bruise. Not really. I'm not going to show you the bruise, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Drop trial with skill. I mean, if you take that and you just widen it out on a butt cheek. Ooh, uh, nice. That's pretty. Stop it with my arm. There we go. Josh is a beast. Take one for the team. Hey everyone, venture into the pop culture cosmos today, where you'll hear our conversations on different topics within the world of movies, TV, video games, comic books, technology, board gaming, and more. You'll also get a taste of some of our other shows within the cosmos as well. So come on and join us each week as we delve into the pop culture cosmos. Welcome to the pop culture cosmos. That's, uh, to us people that can feel things, it, it, uh, it hurts.